All right, Kiss Army. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. Nothing is into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a Kiss-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 71 of the Kiss FAQ Podcast. I'm Julian Gill, one of your hosts, and joining me today are Ken, 69th Blizzard on the board. Welcome back, Ken. And Marcus Almighty. Mark. Greetings. Welcome back, guys. Uh, There's only three of us today, so uh, we might as well do a... uh, you know, another threes kind of related thing, topic to discuss. And I think the one that was suggested by you, Ken, just so that everyone knows who comes up with these ideas, um, <laughs> because I couldn't think of anything last week, um, is, you know, take three covers that could be improved, <laughs> which when you look back through the KISS catalog, I guess it's really kind of easy, especially with a little bit of a revisionism to say, well, you know, they could have done a much better job on, say, no, the Elder cover, you know, being the one that jumps out at me. And, and I'm not going to name that as one of my picks, but it's just uh, too easy a target, the Brown album. Um, mm-hmm. But there, there's a lot of ones. And I, I'm going to throw this one straight out there just because I get to speak first and you can't inter- interrupt my monologue right now. And that's uh, one that was raised. And I think it may have been you, Ken, on a previous episode, Unmasked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking back at all the album covers, um, I was really thinking that your idea or the idea that was suggested that they, they gave it all away on the cover. You know, was yeah. a, was a real mistake, and I really like the suggestions that were made that it could have been a gatefold, or it could have been that you don't get inside the story of what was the comic strip until you've actually bought it, taken it out of the shrink, opened it up, and then in either the gatefold or maybe in the inner dust sleeve, <laughs> if they weren't going to do a gatefold, that you would have gotten the joke. You know, which is obviously the, the same under the or whatever. Or they could have. I, I like the idea of maybe the unmasked cover should have been a comic book inserted into an album with more appropriate Kiss-like packaging. But mm-hmm. um, so unmasked. What are your guys' thoughts on that? And Ken, was it you who came up with that idea before? Yeah, I think I was part of the idea where I said it should have been a gatefold. Um, and yes, they're revealing the. Um, what is it? They're they, you know, they're taking off their masks to show they still have you know, a mask on. You know, put that on. I said, put that on the inside. That stuff on the inside. So you'll think, hey, well, they're going to really show their faces this time, and I have to get this by this album and, and open it up. But when you open it up, maybe you'll get the the poster version of you know of that in there. Yep. Um, even I would have taken that. I still think they stink off of that yeah. extra panel yeah. too. Just leave it at where they're about to remove their makeup, and uh, and then if you want to put the stink thing, at least it's on the inside. It's not outside yeah. in the front for everyone to see, um, which I just didn't get. But yeah, um, and the other idea where you kind of mentioned a little bit, I think they they could have done some kind of a fold out booklet in the middle. You know, had a gatefold had a little booklet in there, right there, kind of attached somehow, and a comic, like a comic book, you can flip through it, and maybe it's a bigger story. I don't know. But uh, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. 
Yeah, if you look at the size of the booklets that they included in both Alive and Alive 2, so the evolution of Kiss booklet, well, yeah. you know, that's basically, exactly. that's only eight panels. You know, that would have been perfect size for kind of an expanded or maybe bigger, because I've always had a problem reading the text on some of those panels on on, yeah. the, on the especially the CD version, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> impossible on the cassette. Um, but they could have done so much. It, it's a good concept. I think what you say is also key: is do not have I still say they stink on the cover of your packaging. That's like putting out say a new cereal and saying twenty five percent more suckage included free. I mean, <laughs> but putting a negative yeah. on your on your album cover really seems to be self defeating and. While obviously it's a joke, it, it just seems you know inappropriate in, in some ways. And I, I'd love to know what they were thinking, whether they were like laughing, to be a fly on the wall at the art review for that um, for that session. But I love the idea of a gatefold with that using that poster image. I mean, that is just it's a great it's a great image, a great piece of art. Oh, it is, it is. But again, yeah. Mark, thoughts on unmasked before we move on to one someone else's pick. Eh, well, I I think there's not much more to say besides what you guys said. I mean, you guys have touched on all the points pretty much that I would have said about it anyways. I think that they missed out on quite a few uh, things that they could have did to improve it. And I think you brought them pretty much all up, right? I mean, just it was just a missed opportunity. Let's just put it that way, right? Um, if you don't mind, actually, I'd like to show my one idea that I just came up with because this one I thought it was kind of a really cool idea and maybe I'll just run it by you guys and see what you think um, knowing me for as long as you guys have known me now you guys probably obviously know that my favorite uh, non-makeup album is Asylum but to me I would have liked to have done a further thing to that cover I mean I I love the album the album cover how it is now would never deter me from loving it as it is but I had a quick idea, and I'll see if I can maybe show you guys what I had an idea of. So yeah, I had kind of like, like an actual yeah. asylum in the background, right? With Kiss on the kind of overhead drive-in thing there, with asylum written underneath it. So it's kind of like the Kiss Asylum, right? And underneath there, it kind of says, you know, established 1973. There's some dead trees and stuff like that, and there's like the moon there and stuff like that. So... I was thinking more to do an actual asylum kind of idea for that, as opposed to just, you know, four faces, which I have no idea how that even means anything to do with asylum, right? But what I thought also to take it one step further, I wrote it in pencil on top there, is to make it more alluring to the fans, kind of get back to the idea like they did back in the early days, like for the first pressing of the album, put in a bunch of stuff into it, like the extras, like put like a seven-inch single in with it, like the first single of the record, like let's say Tears Are Falling, put it, include a 7-inch 45 inside it, for it. Also include, I put this down just now, a blank medical certificate, like your own asylum, like, you know, a certificate <laughs> for yourself inside there, right? So you can fill in your name and stuff like that. Kind of almost like the double platinum idea there with that fake platinum album thing. But, you know, as an actual medical kind of certificate that you can fill in, you know, that, you're, that you've been put into the asylum. You know what I mean? And then put in a poster as well. But that'll be only for, let's say, like the first 10,000 pressings of the album. And as it goes on further, maybe some of those things won't be in there. Like maybe they'll take away the seven inch single. That'll be for the only, for the first 10,000 people. You know what I mean? Like to give it 
something to make the people go and try to get like those copies early on. It'll maybe entice people to go right away and buy it. You know what I mean? To give it that early push, right? But then you know, you can do you can keep putting those things in or taking them out as as you wish. Like put a poster in, like a nice picture of them in there. Maybe like the, that kind of straight jacket idea like they had originally before, right? You know, and kind of really attack the the name of the album. You know what I mean? That's the only thing I don't like about Asylum as an album is it's such a great title of an album, but what those four faces in those multicolors have anything to do with Asylum, I'll never know, you know? Yeah, it's like an art school project in some ways by a very young art school project. Uh, and, and we know, you know, that Paul has said that it's related to like the kind of the visual style of the motels album that was out some time before that and it's kind of warholian to me anyway i don't know how accurate that is but i'm not an not an artist so i don't care if i'm accurate um you know so it, so it's kind of cool but it has absolutely nothing to do with the title and you know i i didn't i don't actually have asylum as one of my picks even though it's one of my you know favorite albums and that cover is just such an easy target to pick isn't it it, it, yeah. just, it just stands out in the catalog along with Sonic Boom, as a sore thumb for me. But I, I deliberately avoided it. And I, I, I got to say, I, I like the, the one part that you mentioned in there was the straight jackets. They mm -hmm. obviously had not used those for Dynasty. It would have just made far too much sense to use straight jacket image of the four guys. I mean, come on. I mean, it's almost like too easy. And why the hell didn't you do it? I mean, the pictures, to me at least, that come from Dynasty era, yeah, they look a heck of a lot cooler when you've got a band and makeup. But a few years later, obviously, I think it's uh, Dr. Feelgood, Motley Crue, yeah. do a padded cell and, you know, the full straight jacket treatment. And, you know, it's pretty cool. But Kiss, Kiss could have actually been ahead of Motley Crue for once in the 80s by yeah. using by using the... The, the straight jacket so it, it's it's a good it's a good title yeah can't speak it's a good title and i think it yeah. would have made far more sense to kind of go with an asylum an insane asylum kind of you know, and just one and just one last thing with that whole medical certificate thing you could have actually used that as a double to maybe use it for people to do like a, a fan club thing you know like to mm -hmm. if you fill out this and send it back in you're now a part of the Asylum fan club, you know, like the, the Kiss fan club. You know what I mean? Like use it as a, some some sort of means besides just like a trinket. You can use it to maybe have people join up the a new newly run fan club, you know? Well, I would just like to thank the person who tried to snipe me on the Elder Test pressing. <laughs> Ouch. Nice. Okay. Got some Kiss shit for sale. Um, wow. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on from there. So that's that's your first pick, right, Mark? Yeah. Asylum. All right, Ken. Throw something yeah. at. Throw, well, yeah, throw a pick at us. Yeah. Before I go into my pick, I'll just say about Mark's. I said that's a he had a good idea there, and where he has Kiss Asylum kind of reminds me of uh, Arkham Asylum, you know, Batman kind of thing. Yeah. Um, a crazy place uh, for the really nuts uh, nut job. So yeah, straight jackets. I agree with too. Uh, just all makes sense. Maybe a. Throw in a fake syringe or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a movable paper thing, you know, and then it says real kiss blood or something. Or Chip Magoo. You can I, just hear him in the background <laughs> going, here's your yeah. kiss-branded lobotomy kit. Give yourself yeah. a lobotomy. Have yeah. twice the lobes. Or, or kind of like, you know, the old uh, Alice Cooper album from the inside where they had a little, you know, flip-open kind of thing. They could have done that in a, in a kiss album, and that would have been a 
good thing. Too, good so. idea, Ken. All right. So uh, my first one. Some people are probably not going to like this, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to I'm going to pick their the first Kiss album. While it's while it's I, I classic, thought, I thought those first ones were going to be sacrosanct. That no one was going to be brave. Well, most of them are, but uh, while you know. This goes back to experience, and I've explained before that someone showed me. This is a couple of years before I got into Kiss. He was showing me some of his albums, showed me ZZ Top, uh, a Deep Purple, Made in Japan, and he pulled out this album that had four clowns on the, <laughs> which I thought it was four clowns. I, I said, "What are four clowns singing? <laughs> what the heck is that?" And I just kind of discarded it and then didn't think about it at all. That was the last I, I just ignored it. Um, and then, uh, you know, a couple of years later, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here buying all of that stuff. But uh, so my thought there is it's not a true representation. I mean, I see they were trying to go for the Beatles look, kind of a meet the Beatles kind of photo in a way. Um, but it's not showing. I mean, it's just it's not it doesn't explain enough to me. It's just like, what the heck are they doing wearing makeup? And that's all you see. You don't see anything else. So I would have rather have had. Whether at like a, a either it could be black and white, you know, shot or something on the front cover of them in on stage in makeup, of course, in their full regalia costumes. Um, that would be a better explanation. If I would have saw that, I'm like, oh, what? you know, I would have said, what's this? You know, this yeah. looks kind of cool. Uh, looks you just have to have the whole thing there. They're a theatrical band. There's all image. They're not showing the whole image; they're showing face only. You can do that later on, like with Dynasty, because you already know by that time that they're they have all the outfits and everything going on. Um, so I would have changed that. I would have changed the the cover to you know represent them better uh, as the band on stage in their full gear, because um, they are you know that's, that's their thing. They were live on stage, kind of you know if you go to kiss alive that's what they did there and they did it right um so i would have had something like that on the back cover i don't know you know they could have left it as it is or throwing a couple more you know shots in there maybe into it maybe they could have put the four faces on the back like closer up images so those those faces on the front could have been on the back in panels and then the front would have had them on stage kind of thing that's what i would well, well, I think one thing that you brought up that's very important that this is going to be their first, you know, representation of themselves as a band. Exactly. So nobody knows about this band. So the thing that I didn't like about that is that when they just show that they're like a, just four singers that are just like that, they don't you don't get any indication of them being an actual like a musical band. It could be just four singers. You know what I mean? If you would have did what you suggested, where they were on stage playing instruments, you would at least know then that they're you know this is the drummer, guitar player. It's not you know that was the only thing that maybe people might have been scratching their head a bit was saying you know okay well are these guys like a group? Are they a four piece singing group? What is it? You know what I mean? That would have made it a little bit more clear, right? Yeah, and and it would make them look more you know dangerous. They don't look dangerous just by that, you know. I think with the with the costumes the way they were, it's like the S and M kind of stuff, and that yeah. they were wearing all the time. Black. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a. I'm surprised that they didn't market that one better. So then, I mean, you saying dangerous—that's a key word. Um, 
you know, I, I have a hard problem touching that first album at all just because it is so iconic. It's iconic. But when you say dangerous, I immediately think of that poster that shows up in some of the the, the knife. Promo, the knife. You know, one of the I think I think that's the Rayanne Rubenstein photo sessions or, or the Red Room sessions that obviously they did with both Paul yeah. wearing the bandit and the star makeup. So they they definitely had him, you know, in what was used. And the red background just stands out. Red's that power color. It catches the eye. And with the smoke and the fog. And, and I don't know exactly if uh, if she did shoot that one. I'm trying to look up one of Ross's. Um, um you know, references here, you know, that's January the 28th, 74, so that's probably a little bit too late to to actually be used, but damn, it would look fantastic on an LP, you know, mm -hmm. glossy, instead of it being a promo insert for very few copies that people seem to have held on to, it would have looked a, a lot better and would have at least had a little bit more of a story than the kind of the heads, the floating heads. And, yeah. the, and the back cover... I mean, come on, you can pretty much do anything to make that back cover better than it is. Yeah, it was kind of... It's, you know, it's like leftover. Very simplistic. Very simple, yeah. Here's, very here's simple. our close-up of the logo, and, the, you know, I, I like the arc and the, the, like the arrangement of all the text at the bottom. That's kind of cool. But that could easily have been overlaid, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of have convinced myself that yours was a good idea for touching something. <laughs> <laughs> I know, well, I know they're classic, and I think of them all as classic now, um, but... You know, if I was back then and just trying to design something, I would have would have done it a little different. Yeah, that was the first question I kind of asked myself when I started thinking about this topic: Are which albums would I not touch, or, or mm. which which ones just do not need touching? Double platinum, obviously, is perfection and execution. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there, there's just no way to, for me anyway, to make it any better than how they did it, which is just absolutely wonderful. Um, Alive is absolutely wonderful. I don't, I don't think that can be changed. It's just way too iconic. And then we get to some of the other ones, and I'll give you my second pick now. And Lonnie, this one's for you. Going out to St. Louis and that crazy mm. kid, Revenge, is mm. another one of those albums that you kind of understand where they're going with, with the concept of the side of a military jet or plane or whatever, or fighter and revenge scrawled in blood font or type. And it doesn't. It never worked for me. It was always. I'm like, this is like the elder part two, which, yeah. <laughs> I guess is not too far from from the reach with Bob producing. But it's just so nondescript. It doesn't jump out of it. It's a bland gray color, and even mm -hmm. the the red on it doesn't pop. There's nothing that jumps out. And even though LPs were going by the wayside at that point, I think you need something with a, to grab people's attention. My initial thought was, look at the dust sleeve. That's a great band picture, a great studio shot. If you just want to slap a logo on it, I was always impressed by the 1985 reissue of Creatures and that photo session that they used for that cover, that the one from the dust sleeve of Revenge in black and white, you know, where's the color version of that? Surely they did both, you know, would have been a little bit more impressive because it immediately shows you their change in style, that, you know, they're all leather and steel again, back to what they were when they were dangerous. And, you know, for people who bought the CD, I, I don't think you see it. I don't have one handy to, to look at and verify it, but I don't think you necessarily get a good feel for that on the back or looking at the back of the CD. So, yeah. again, it's... 
it's Kiss. Kiss is visual. Kiss is about the personalities, and having them on the cover is generally a very good idea rather than having a nondescript. It's camouflage. It's like urban camo. It blends into nothingness in the yeah. record store. So definitely want something that's going to grab attention more. And I didn't go on the inside of everything that they could have done because in 1992, Polygram would have laughed them and said, we're not doing anything. You're, you're just lucky that we're putting this out. So yeah. don't, don't ask us for any premiums. Don't. You're getting four pages. Here's your, you know, whatever. So I didn't go that deep into it. Thoughts on revenge, if any? Well, I mean, I I agree. It, it's definitely something that's, you know, again, it's just like a piece of steel. You're name, and that's about it, right? So, um, they could have done a lot more. What's it? I mean, like you said, to kind of give the impression of revenge, maybe they could have put themselves in more like battle regalia, maybe even on the front cover to kind of drive that point home, you know? You know, maybe Eugene with a bullet bullet chain thing across his chest there, you know? I mean, I know he's he's not really for war and stuff like that, but I mean, if you're trying to put across that whole revenge, you know, situation there, why, why just put that on there? I mean, for, I'll be honest with you, for the longest time, I had no clue what that front cover was supposed to be telling me. Really, I mean, it just yeah. looked to me like it just like a piece of look like like a wall, like somebody spray painted revenge on it. I didn't really realize that it was the side of an airplane or something like that, or a jet fighter, right? To me, I mean, that really, I mean, I mean, unless I'm some kind of airplane expert, I don't think I would have clued into that right away, you know. But again. This seems to all go back to one thing, missed opportunities, and I don't understand why that term is so firmly attached with KISS, but it saddens me. I mean, this is such a great band, and they've done so many great things and made so many people happy throughout the years. Why do they Why do they keep letting themselves get kicked in the loins like that with these kind of stupid ideas, you know? Yeah, and with Revenge, if you think of the, the last cover they'd done prior to that, and the first oh, kiss, yeah. the first kiss, last licks. I mean, obviously they'd recycled the kind of, you know, up against a wall, kind of, you know, element that they had good ideas. They had some decent art. I mean, even going back to those Crazy Night singles, you know, at least Reason to Live, the single was colorful and grabbed your attention, even if you know it's a little bit one of those ones that you'd rather forget because you immediately remember blue, uh, a blue thong. But, uh, you know, <laughs> at least it grabbed the eye. And when you, you struggle to f sell 500,000 copies, you think you'd really want to grab more attention to your product rather than, you know, just having it look like someone spray-painted revenge on a frying pan. Yeah, so. yeah I, I agree. Uh yeah, even though it's militaristic, I guess, you know, that, that cover. That's why I always thought at first when I first saw it. But, um, yeah, I would have rather had the image showing that they've changed their image. Um, so having them on the front cover would have made more sense to me because they're, no look, they're not looking like the asylum look or the hot-in-the-shade look, for that matter. Um, they've changed. You know, Gene's changed, you know, the most, obviously. Um but I would have rather have seen that, like, oh, these guys look a little, you know, more like you know, they should look or a little tougher um, than they had in the, you know, previous few years. So um, definitely that's that was a high on my list for a change. I think that would have been a, 
Yeah, there's militaristic and there's militaristic because look back mm. at the dreadnought for creatures era and the you know the drum riser the the cannon, or mm-hmm. you've got Paul Stanley in the Kiss Navy in Asylum era. You know, remember that little sailor hat? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. so that there's military and there's military. They could easily have gone back to the the well of creatures with tough as nails. You know, we mm-hmm. are the Kiss Army. We are the you know and and done something along a much tougher, you know, theme than they did. And Gene, mm-hmm. Gene, Gene looks awesome. I mean, Gene, front and center, should be on that album and should be the, the centerpiece of that cover because it's Gene's revenge in so many ways on the album. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. All right. That's revenge, I guess. All right. Mark. All right. So my next one, actually, it's ironic with my next one is because we've been kind of touching a bit on it while we've been discussing revenge. And my next one is Crazy Nights, actually. Mm-hmm. Now, again, another album cover, which to me is a complete miss. I mean, Crazy Nights, it's just, again, a picture, four faces on a smashed mirror. Like, really? That's that's the craziest night you have is just like a smashed mirror? Like, give me a break. So I'll just show you a really quick, very, very rough idea of what I had in mind. So on this side here... I did like a just a release. It's just supposed to be like just like a table with a bunch of bottles and poker table chips and you know smashed beer cans on the bottom and stuff like that. Like basically, if you're gonna go crazy nights, I wanted to kind of and this is 1987, so I wanted to kind of evoke the idea of if you're gonna go out and have a crazy night. I mean, Guns and Roses was out at this time and stuff like that, so they already kind of gave you back that whole you know dangerous street vibe back into the whole music thing. So. They wouldn't have been a mist to maybe put something a little bit more, you know, up this alley. I think, you know, like maybe, you know, a bunch of booze on there and stuff like that. And just something more of a kind of a party-ish scene on the front. That to me would be a much more of a crazy night than a a picture again with four faces in a broken mirror. Now on the back, I had another idea of putting... Like maybe like a like a car. One of their cars, you know, on their license plate. Maybe they'll say Simmons or Stanley with a cop car behind them, pulled them, pulling them over. You know what I mean? Kind of giving them that whole uh, dangerous vibe again. Where you know these guys got pulled over by the cops. Why? You know what I mean? Like what's? Why are these guys so dangerous? You know what I mean? Like, and then like have all the credits on the back here, like the song titles and stuff, and just have that image at the bottom here, right? Of kind of like the police car and stuff. And to go one step further. When we were thinking about the extras, yeah, I think at this point they might not have been doing that for them at this point. But if they would have done it, again, I really like that idea of putting in a seven-inch single with the album. So maybe for the first little bit, put in like, you know, whatever, Reason to Live or whatever the first single was put in there with it. And another one, this is maybe uh, beating the party thing over the head a little bit, but maybe include like a Kiss beer bottle opener in with it, you know, like a little thing, plastic one that says kiss on it, like a little party kind of, you know, bottle opener that you can have inside there. And then like a poster in with it as well, like some crazy party scene poster and kind of drive home the crazy nights idea behind it. Because I think this is the one, if anything, we seem to all have the same basic problem with these covers is that they have a great title, but they always seem to miss out on the image to go with the title. You know what I mean? It just seems like, you know, Crazy Nights, a great title, but yet they give you that for the front cover. It's like, come on. I mean, sure, maybe they would not have agreed with some of my imagery because they're so against drinking and this and that, but I think that would have been more of a Crazy Night, you know, picture to me 
than anything that they did there in 87. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like your thoughts. I think that uh, I could have seen something like a uh, them in a maybe in a, either in a room or a hotel room. They're sitting around a table. The four of them from around the table, maybe playing poker or something. But then just around them, there's other people, mayhem, people passed out, someone yeah. fighting in the other corner. And they're just kind of, you know, <laughs> the contradiction to it. They're just they're just kind of ignoring the whole crazy stuff going around them. But, uh, you know, yeah, they could have done all kinds of They could have done that in the bar, yeah, like you said, or something. Yeah, they could have brought Ace Frehley in, you know, as a consultant. <laughs> You know, hey, hey, Ace, right. what is a crazy night, Ace? You know, we've got this great title, but we don't really know what it means. Can't remember. You know, and Ace would be like, well, you know, okay, for a Gene Crazy Night, it's going to be a brownie on the cover. Um, <laughs> right. For Paul, yeah. for Paul Stanley, oh, I think Paul's had enough crazy nights that, you know, uh, wouldn't be able Locked to be. Locked in the car? X-rated. X-rated, yeah. Uh, you know, Paul, I'm sure, knows exactly what a crazy night is. But... Uh, you know, I, you know, I like that cover. That's probably one of the few nice things I can say about <laughs> Crazy Nights, the album. But if you if you want to make it a little bit more crazy, I, I think they should have gone the whole route that Bon Jovi had gone with Slippery When Wet. If you've ever seen the original cover for that, which is just the woman's breasts in mm-hmm. a in a in a stretching, tearing apart, you know, top. That yeah. obviously they couldn't use that back then and were forced to change to something. But two years later, or a year later, because uh, what was that, 86 for, for Slippery, you know, that they should have tried to get something really attention grabbing like that out, you know, Crazy Nights, you know, a wet t shirt, you know, kind of um, theme, since they're on the same record label. And then you, anything on the back cover except for that awful, awful picture. It's just, you know, I. Paul Stanley on the back cover needs to go. I mean, I'm telling you, the cop car thing with the, with, I think that's that's the way to go, man. That that's crazy. Well, anything's better than a blue thong, yeah, and exactly. And I'm sorry, Eric Carr's duck lips aren't much better, especially when you know he had some pretty cool outfits going through '88, you know '87 through '89. I mean, he was wearing what that green military. Uh, jacket mm-hmm. a lot and and some of the the gear that he was wearing was pretty cool gene is actually the one person who looks decent you know I, you know what's vivian camel doing on the back with the yellow guitar there you know bruce looks <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know i i like the the shattered mirror thing obviously it, it the shattered glass harkens back to paul's mirror so i get it from that perspective but uh crazy nights i, I think i just turned into prince's black album <laughs> all right next next Me? you well um i'm gonna go with uh animal eyes um that, that cover <laughs> just i i don't get it i mean it's a bunch of skins thrown and and it's like it's just throw these skins down and, and take a picture of it <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense what does it mean what does animalize mean? See, that's what um, I mean. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, they should have had a, even a different title. I would have rather them uh, had uh, maybe what is it? Uh, Heaven's on fire as the title, since that's going to be lead song. Call the Heaven's on fire and do something else with with you know the flames, the fire, heaven. Uh, they're they're the, you know they're there. 
in heaven and the white kind of maybe the white with the co- you know the cobblestone or whatever the uh, the pylons yeah, yeah. All, everything's white but then they're there playing to this like god they're playing their instruments and they're they're just in their crazy outfits as they always are anyway but they can wear their animal skins there but they they're playing in front of you know the the gods or you know uh, at the pearly gates uh, I think that would have made a more sense to me. And heavens on fire, flames going up behind them. You know, the flame pots going. They just can, cap- can capture that as they go, go yeah. rising. So I, re- I think that would have been a better cover because uh, what they had is not very good. The back cover of that is was all as we know was piecemeal together uh, snippets and this and that. I mean, it's okay. It looks okay. Um, but uh, I still I would have changed that too. If you're going to change the front, like I said, how I would have liked it, I would have changed the back too. I think changing the front's a key thing. Number one, animalize. If they kept that title, really should have been in hot pink letters instead of red, since mm. you know Vinny. But it, you know <laughs> that cover was so lazy. But that whole era was kind of lazy in terms of the packaging. If you look at the single that got picture sleeves and. Holland and England, you know, the flaming tennis ball single cover. I don't know if you've seen yeah, that. Yeah, I have but, that. But it's, it's really dreadful, you know. So it's not like just here's a bunch of throw rugs that we rented for a day and kind of arranged. And, you know, anim, animalize. I remember that there is an interview of Paul explaining what animalize means. And, mm. you know, I, I can't do it off the top of my head because I'm just not prepared today. And, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. But, again, you, you get... You know, oh shit. It's it's just uninspired. It's a head scratcher. Yeah, that it, they it, they walked in his his home, Paul Stanley's home, and the some guy took a picture by accident. He had it on, on the camera, and he had hit the button, and it took a picture of his carpeting or something. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah oops. Ooh, we'll, we'll, we'll use this for the cover. But then look at the Japanese discography, uh, the singles. Look at the Heavens on Fire single cover. There, it's a close up of what is the back cover. But in terms of the type they use on the text, Heavens on Fire, that looks almost better as an album mm-hmm. cover if you take out, obviously, the Japanese text and replace it with, you know, the the overlay of Heavens on Fire and all the B-side stuff. You know, that would work better for me as a front cover because still call, call it Heavens on Fire, call it Animalize. It doesn't really matter. The cover at least then makes more sense that I think a band picture usually works better than anything else whether it's a you know for kiss a cartoon version than something a little bit more maybe artistic or lazy depends where you want to go yeah. mark you yeah. were on a thought there before I. well i was it. i was just always kind of wondering the as we were talking about this like who who's really in charge of this artwork i mean do they did they actually have an art guy consultant that did this cover for them because i mean i just don't understand where they came up with this idea from or how they tried to make sense of it i mean like we were just saying this is just four pieces of cloth that they took a picture of and i mean i get the idea that each cloth is supposed to represent them one of them for each cloth okay i can get that i'm not a dummy but you know but what does that really have to do with animalize you know what i mean like sure it's animal skins so animalize but it just it's just weak. I mean, they could have did so much more with it. And I think basically the trouble is just the title because if they had a better title, 
then they could have had so much more imagery to work with, right? I mean, I mean, just think of any of the other songs, like you said, "Heavens on Fire," great example, right? Or you know, or whatever, "Murder in Heels" or whatever. You know, anything would be, yeah, would be better. You know, well, thr- could, thrills in the night. I think yeah, that would have worked too. Paul loved yeah. that song, and that was kind of his key one on there because if you take Amazon Fire, um, Under the Gun, and I've Had Enough, that's all his kind of generic rock stuff. Thrills in the Night is more artistic. I think that would make a much better title. And then that ties in better with the four guys who are standing in a night scene with some lava and flames on the back. It makes more sense. Then it ties together with your picture exactly. and your title. But, you know, an- animalize is like, well, what? Okay, I kind of get it. I'm gonna go animalize it, man. You know, it, drop that, <laughs> drop, drop that word into a sentence. I'm go guessing. Ahead. I'm guessing Paul came up with. It just sounds like something Paul would come up with as a title. Said, "Okay, we're going to call it Animalize." Okay, now make a cover of that and represent it. And some guy just, you know, wasn't it, inspired by it, that. It's word. like it's like a leftover Vinnie Vincent idea. That you know, Vinny said, you know, I've got this really this song called Animal. Here's what it's about, and then it's later. Oh yeah, remember what Vinny said? Well, let's just use that idea. But <laughs> Vinny's Vinny's no longer around to explain the context or give you the song Animal, which kind of explains where it's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree totally. I mean, I think that's where that is where the problem lies is. Not so much, well, yeah, the cover, of course, but because of the title, you had the bad cover. Because really, I mean, I, I don't think many artists or graphic people could have did you know anything brilliant with a title like Animalize. I mean, remember, words evoke images, right? So if you have a strong title, then you can see many things in your mind to tie in with it, right? I mean... Like we just said, just just even say animalized to yourself. What's the first thing that comes into your head when you think of that? Unfortunately, it's just that hideous cover now, right? <laughs> that that's all I can think. I can't think of anything else besides that yeah. that would identify with that title, you know. So again, that's that's just a lesson for all you young bands out there who are starting. Remember, a title for your album is very, very, very important. That's my two cents. Great. Yes, as is uh, your album art. Yes, <laughs> yes, Make, exactly. Making sense. It's one of my pet hates, actually. Whenever I see a, a person strolling down the street wearing, you know, leopard skin pants, I just shudder. Or, or you see, you see a picture from the seventies. Someone's got like a leopard skin settee or sofa in there. You know, oh. you got your shag rug and your and your. It's just. Oh no, no! I don't want to go there. <laughs> All right, so I think you're up next, Who? Julian. You're next. You're next up. Yeah. Okay. Well, the- well, I've actually got yeah. the third pick, and you know what I think is entertaining today is I've not had overlap. Obviously, I agree with a lot of the comments you guys have made about your picks, but my three, you know, were all pretty. You haven't touched them yet. No one's beat On me purpose. to the punch. Well, you know, no no pre coordination here. It's all luck of the draw, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So hopefully, I'm going to beat someone on this Sonic Boom, which. When you come to KISS and getting back in the studio after a long layoff and, you know, fixing, I guess to a certain degree, a lot of the errors of Psycho Circus, I just find so much wrong with that cover and that whole package design. It, it's uninspired and it, it attempts to be something by going back and, you know, using 
God, I can't think of his name off the top of my head now. But the artist from um, from oh God. yeah, uh, Michael Dorrit or Doray. Yeah, Dorrit. that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to recapture something that was ex- expressed in the quality of the 1970s art, but the concept and the execution. I think I have a problem with the squiggly lines. I have a problem with the freaking maze in purple, the the big bold title in the middle, the artistic flourishes through the pictures of the guy. I, I mean, it, there's just so much. It's too busy. There's too much going on. There's too many colors. I like what they tried to do, and I remember him talking, and that's uh, the artist, talking about trying to use a vibrant palette for the for the art and trying to you know be very special in how it was going to look and be appealing and eye-catching but for me it's eye-catching in all the wrong ways and i I just don't see what else they could have done because i'm not a not i can't say i'm a gigantic fan of the title either again oh yeah thank you yeah thanks mark putting that up (laughs) it's it's one where, you know, I really do, again, I'm going back to maybe it's just my personal preference and that I'm not very creative visually, which, if you remember what I was saying about a certain book cover earlier on in the week, Mark. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, they, they've got a great band photo on the on the gatefold of the LP. I think that's really yeah. cool. I just think they could have done something a little bit less forced, a little bit less effort, a little bit less trying to recapture. And, and, and Sonic Boom, you know, if you're going to go to the well of what you've done previously, I think I would rather have had them go to Ken Kelly, go back to to that mm. rather than the kind of excessive design represented by Rock and Roll Over, which I just don't see how they could have ever thought that he could top that design because Rock yeah. and Roll Over is just absolute perfection. So, yeah, uh, of I course. That- Sorry, go ahead, Mark. No, I was just gonna say that that's. I think he nailed the nailed it right on the head there. I think the problem is in them attempting to bring him back to one up himself or hope to one up himself with this cover. It, it was just a it was just failure out of the gate basically because that album cover is so like fried and kiss people's minds. Like that, that to me, when I think of Kiss, that album cover is the first thing that comes into my mind. I mean, sure, for some people, it might be Destroyer, but to me, Rock and Roll Over is the album cover that be, represents Kiss the best to me. So to, he, he had a very difficult task, you know, if they came out to him and said, okay, well, you know what you did in Rock and Roll Over? We want you to one better that and do Sonic Boom for us. I just think that he just couldn't do it. I mean, when I look at the cover, I mean, you can tell that the only thing in it that kind of ties back to rock and roll over when you just really take a quick look at it again, sorry, Ken, uh, Julian, sorry, uh, is that it's just the positioning of where they are. I mean, that's the only thing that's similar to the rock and roll over cover is how they're just kind of spaced out like that, right? But other than that, it's nowhere near as iconic to me. I mean... I don't. I really don't like the texting of the title. The Sonic Boom text is. I don't think is good at all. I mean, just everything about it just seems kind of really odd. You know, it just even their even the the way they look in it, it just looks kind of really strange to me. It's just 
it's just a polar opposite of everything that was cool about rock and roll over is represented in this cover. Yeah. And, uh, I remember an interview with Michael Dore, um, recently or a while back. I don't know if it was on the podcast or just text, but he was, he had a different idea for those, those corner photos. That wasn't, that was given to him by Paul. Paul wanted him to put that there. He had intended to do more like a comic book, you know, drawing more like the, the first rock and roll over, uh, a different concept and i think he had a number of things that were different than the final product paul had him change a number of things and i think i would have liked to have seen the original you know concept uh of that uh maybe uh, it'd be an interesting i'm sure he has it i'd like to see it um and uh the original idea that he had is probably better than the the final yeah product yeah and that's that's a, a really tricky thing i know about that firsthand from the week i've had that when you get into art you have the triangle of the conceptualizer or the concept and then you've got the client and then you've got the artist and it is a triangle that can become very challenging and i think sonic boom probably represents quite a bit of the the challenges that are in that because look back at <laughs> rock and roll over that is a very busy cover there are a lot of elements in there. There's a lot of stuff going on, but they work. They all come together. You don't feel like it's crowded. You don't feel like you know anything's jumping out. Your focus is automatically on the four faces in the middle, whereas on Sonic Boom, your focus is automatically that gaudy title type. You know, and I, I would say the one thing that Sonic Boom gets right when you compare it to Rock and Roll Over is how vivid the color palette is. And that's one thing that in some ways Rock and Roll Over is a little washed out, a little dull in comparison. Obviously, it works. Um, and collectors out there know that there is the kind of the alternative pink, the hot pink Rock and Roll Over cover from, mm. uh, from I think, I, I don't think it's an error. I think it's just that the calibration was off. And I think it's the, the UK issue yeah. um, has that. But, you know, imagine Rock and Roll Over with popping versions of all those colors and then would it still work so i get where they're going with the with the bold coloring I, it, again didn't work for me yeah. but for yeah. for that album in particular i was just more happy to have an album to be able to bitch about a cover you know hallelujah that's a win yeah exactly all right that's sonic right. that's my third pick mark you're up okay so hopefully in continuing with our fantastic not overlapping with each other here, I'm hoping that Ken didn't pick this one as his last one. So I picked Hot in the Shade as the last one to do. Okay, good. So okay. now, again, I kind of get the idea of what they're trying to do with the Sphinx with the sunglasses. Okay, I'm you know, it's pretty hot there in Egypt. I get it, you know. So... Um, but what I figured would be kind of cooler and more up Kiss's alley. Now, this is a really, 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 I don't even know if this is even worth showing because I have to draw it really quickly. But on here, on this little piece of paper, I drew like over here, there's supposed to be like a swimming pool. Okay. And over here is supposed to be like a, like a recliner with a girl in a bikini. It's like a, just a little stick purse in there. Right. But just kind of have somebody like laying on like a recliner by the pool. You know, have the guys kind of around the pool as well, right? All in their shades and stuff like that, you know, and have that kind of like the hot in the shade 
idea. You know what I mean? And then the backside had a brilliant idea for the back when you flip the side where the credits are and stuff like that is to have a close up on the girl. You know, she'll have her top off. You won't see her. She'll be lying on her stomach. Okay. But on her back, the kiss logo will be kind of suntanned into her back. You know what I mean? I like that. Right? I like that too. You know, yeah, and kind of have that kind of on the backside and have the songs kind of, you know, they're in the back with her, right? And I thought that that was a much more summer idea. I think hot in the shade, I think summertime, you know, and I think that to me would have appealed to people, you know, especially guys in the teenage years would have probably jumped at a cover like that. You know, hey, it's Kiss. Hey, it's a pretty hot girl on a recliner. <clears throat> you know, I think that those things will kind of equate to extra sales, right? So I think that's a good idea. Another thing that I thought as well now getting into the extras, but I think obviously as Julian pointed out before, by this point, there's no way in hell they would be getting any of these things in there. But if they would be allowed, again, <clears throat> I would put in that 7-inch. I'm a big lover of that whole idea of the seven inch single in there. <laughs> yeah. Bad bad choice of words. Yeah, the seven inch single in there, right? Rise to it. There's another bad idea there. But uh but put that in with it, right? And another idea I had was maybe to put in a little card like similar to this size, but to have like on each side like a like a summertime mixed drink recipe. You know, like a, one of their favorite summertime drinks that they have. You know, like Paul's favorite mixed drink and, you know, Bruce's favorite mixed summertime drink, you know, and have the recipe there for KISS fans to make their own at home, you know. And then have, like, the obligatory poster in with it as well, right? Like a band one or whatever. Or have another shot of the girl in some poster form with, you know, hot in the shade, you know, written on it and whatever. But I thought that that would be a much more stronger cover than just having a sphinx head sure of course you couldn't bring the girl you know on stage and have her open her mouth and have the band come out of that on stage but you know the sphinx works better for that obviously but i think the whole girl idea is is uh i think it's a good idea like the pool and all that i think that's definitely more up the alley for hot in the shade mark i'm guilty right now i'm I've been smirking over here. I've been giggling to myself. When when you were when you were giving your description of the pool and the girl on the recliner, I had the exposed video pop into yeah, my head. Do yeah. you remember her, the girl yeah. being massaged? And, and oh yeah, yeah. And I, I just wanted to jump in right then and there and say, well, you need to have Sonny the Chimp holding drinks. You know. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I mean, with the summertime scene, you know. Yeah, hot, hot in the shade. I mean, again, for me, look at some of the singles covers, and I, I mentioned the one. I guess it's the same session for what they use for a first kiss, last legs. But the hide your heart UK single has them behind a bright kind of uh, I don't know what you'd call that sort of wall, um, you know, kind of mud wall, hot in you know hot in the shade kind of yeah. more more visual. But you brought up one thing that I really want to go back to on my pick for revenge, that you have the Sphinx, which had very little to do at that point when you see it visually with with the tour. Maybe revenge should have had that Statue of Liberty kind of a similar sort of style to how they did the Sphinx for mm -hmm. Hot in the Shade, yeah. that if you had the, after you've got the skeleton, it would have made a hell of a lot more sense to people who went to that tour and then saw, you know, Statue of Liberty giving you the finger. So, yeah. So thank you for for bringing up Hot in the Shade. I, I've got nothing on that album. You know, I'm, I'm just 
I'm just bombed by yeah. you know, the, the, the material. I can't think of anything to do to package that fucker up to make it make sense. Nope. <laughs> I like I like your ideas, uh, Mark. I actually might, maybe would switch your front with your back cover uh, kind of thing. I maybe put more of a close up girl maybe laying down. You know the side, you know her head turned to the side, but do do have that sunburned in her, into her back, the Kiss logo in yeah. her back there, and have her the focus point. But have that, and it's called Hot in the Shade. You can put that somewhere anywhere on the on the upper right hand corner or something like that. But I, I would have been an eye catcher, I think. I mean, like I would have like you know looked twice at that, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, Phoebe so, Kate sunburned. Yeah, you could back then. Yeah, that might have worked. That's a couple years too late. Yeah, no, that that would make a good cover, actually. You know, you're just looking, have our feet down at the bottom of the cover, and then looking up in there, sir. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, I mean, it's you got to also think about who were your people that you're hoping to buy this record, right? I mean, usually, or what they were hoping for was they were trying to reattract a younger audience again, right? And, you know, look at bands like Rat, you know, Invasion of Your Privacy. They had a girl there, you know, fixing herself up on the front cover. I mean, those kind of covers were rampant in the 80s because they sold. They helped sell records, you know. I mean, any way you look at it, you know, Gene Simmons always said it, sex sells. He said that to Diana Ross, too, didn't he, when she was coming, making her comeback record and he told her to rely all sexy on her album cover. And she, he thought that it would sell her more records. So, I mean... It's not a new idea, but it's definitely an idea that works, right? Yeah, but with, without a doubt. And that, obviously, uh, Invasion of Your Privacy is an iconic cover to a, certain, well, to a certain extent, as far as Rat goes. And Hot in the Shade is not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, well, Ken, what's your third? Uh, I almost was going to touch a classic one again, but I'm not going to do it. Go for it. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Monster. Um, you know, I'm, I'm used to seeing the that image that, that they have on the front is most of what they take these days just for promoting themselves, for publicity. Um, it's just another general picture of them, you know, posing in, in front of the camera. Uh, and what does it have to do with Monster? Um, yeah. I, I would have rather had them do something artwork wise today with the technology and have them almost turning into monsters through their makeup and maybe fangs <laughs> doing something else with it all. Um, it could be even, you could even do that with maybe that's the point bringing Ken Kelly back and, and doing that kind of thing. Uh, maybe it's all going to be a, a painting and not an actual photo and he can turn them into monsters. I mean, that you can really he could, I'm sure, do it no problem because he's such a great artist. Uh, but all their all their images get turned into more of a, you know, maybe the cat is going to have the cat, you know, the green eyes and and so on. And maybe he'll have the fangs, and then Gene will be more. He'll have this like maybe more like the Dracula fangs and other stuff going on. Um, just more of maybe of a zombie look. Zombies are very popular in, in this, you know, this era right now. Yeah, uh, they could have done something like that too. Them turning into zombies, uh, like or, a zombie. Or you know kiss. what? So, Actually, 
Yeah. Ken, sorry, just, just go ahead. quickly. You know, on the Psycho Circus cover, how do you do, how you can do that thing where you flip it around and it had that cover where it changed? Why didn't why not ah. do that? Yeah, do they could have changed it right. to zombies like that, right? Yeah, the lenticular kind of thing or whatever yeah. they call it. Sorry, uh, go on. Where yeah, you you turn it and it it changes them from their regular look into the to the monsters like they're changing into a monster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that idea. That's a good idea. Uh, Would have been better than the what I think is another generic cover. Um, just taking a photo session of them and it's like I, I've seen the same thing so many times. Like, come on, give me something new. So as for packaging, I'm okay. I mean, it had lyrics and, and stuff like that. I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe put a poster in there or something. Maybe they could have put the poster of that image, the front image, in in the uh, album instead of you know on the on the cover. Well, I like it because it's got a picture of the band on the cover, <laughs> which is exactly what I've, I've been saying yeah. throughout. You know, for my kind of requirements. <laughs> My problem with Monster is, uh, particularly like the vinyl, is that it should have been a gatefold because, mm. you know, yeah. it, it, in this day and age, vinyl or whenever that came out, 2012, 2013, um, for some of the vinyl, you know, it it it's a niche market then. So it really should have been tarted up to the extreme. I think the cover, I, I like the suggestion of Ken Kelly, and that immediately makes me think of 76 again, the Frankenstein machine. Frankenstein monster, lay him yep. on lay him on the table. You got Abner Devereaux, you know, as the mad scientist with the electricity and the Tesla coils and all that shit going on. They could have done so much with all four of those members just lying on procedure tables with the electricity going. The focus being on Gene as the demon, as the monster of the group, you know. But the glowing eyes, I like that. You know, it could be very Phantom of the Parkish, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. It People also, would love that. It, it could have been totally yeah. fun with a nod back to Phantom, with a nod back to Destroyer, you know, executed by Ken. You know, I think that would have been right in his realm. You know, that's the same wheelhouse that a lot of his work is, the fantasy. So, yeah, that would have been a better one for them to have gone and revisited an artist from prior, you know, eons. But, uh, <laughs> you know, is is it an inspired one? I had a problem, you know, I like the pic, the photo, and it, it meets those kind of requirements for me that I like to see the band on the cover. But the 3D element, and if you, they did the lenticular shit again on that, I was just like, come on, guys, you already did this. You know, can, can we not get away from doing the same shit over and over just because everyone else is doing it? You guys already did this in 1998. I never want to see another lenticular cover again. I just don't need to. You know, why not do a pop-up cover if you want? If you really want to, if you really, if you really want to be different, you know, start doing something you know outside the box, preferably yeah. that someone else hasn't done. So, I, I thought the back cover was absolutely dreadful. It's just a cop out. There's absolutely nothing going on there. Song, mm -hmm. A song listing, okay. Well, that's very utilitarian. It's got your function, but it's boring. So, they could easily do a lot with Monster, but it's it's certainly not the worst. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's interesting, though, that you mentioned that your requirement of, of a good cover is the band on it, which I think for a band like Kiss, it's it works definitely well for them. Because, I mean, in makeup, it's just such an image to see, isn't it? I mean, to see them in their costumes and stuff like that, and that's Kiss, right? I mean, out of makeup, it was a little bit more trickier, I'm guessing, and maybe that's why they didn't do it as often, right? But 
I remember, I don't know if you guys ever saw this, but before Monster came out, somebody posted somewhere on a, on a message, or maybe even on the FAQ, a cover. Somebody claimed that this was the new cover for Monster, and all it was basically was just like a black background with like this shield, like a knight's shield with like a dragon on it. And somebody oh, was yeah. claiming that this was that. the cover yeah, of, of Monster. And I remember when I first saw it, I was kind of like, eh. Nothing too exciting, but at least in the in the term of monster, that kind of made a little bit more sense to me than just a straight up picture of the band. Again, like I mean, the picture is not my problem. I like the picture that they have on monster, but again, how does that tie in with monster? You know what I mean? That's the only trouble that I have with it, right? Yeah, you know, I, I think we've been lucky though overall. If you look back at the number of albums Kiss has. Obviously, there's a lot of covers that we could say have gone terribly wrong. I think Kiss Alive 3, we haven't touched on any of the, the live albums. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw one out for being very uninspired, Kiss Alive 3 has elements that I think could have worked very nicely, but just don't quite work. Carnival of Souls doesn't count. Yeah. You wanted the best. Um, bit of a miss for me. I, I, I never thought much of that. But from the studio albums, you know, there's only a few that really you can say suck, you know, and The Elder is one, um, Animalize is probably another, Asylum, unfortunately, is going to probably yeah. be one that most people say, well, you know, if you say, you know, tell me the three worst Kiss covers, I think you're going to get very few people yeah. who come out and say anything to do with the, you know, the first six studio albums. You know, they they might, like Ken, say, you know, that they could have done a better photo or they should never have done, you know, Peter's screwed up makeup. They should have done something that was a little bit more representative. But they're not going to say, oh, that first album cover, man, that's awful. That, that was a garbage. No, I don't think any Kiss fan is going to say that. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're pretty nice about Kiss product until Dynasty and Unmass. And then, you know, like the yeah. band's popularity, it's all a bit downhill. I mean, the only other cover that comes to mind that maybe they could have did something a little bit better with than just how it was. And I and I really am hesitant to mention this one because I really love this record. And I really have grown to like this cover is Killers. I mean, mm -hmm. it's there's something about it I just seem to like. I I do like the coloring scheme, I, the kind of pinkish background. For some reason, it seems to work with this album cover. And I, it's always been one of my favorite album covers but i mean you know again killers it's just them saying i mean they could have maybe did more with it but i i'm i was very hesitant to even think about that one you know yeah, yeah. Uh, and i'm curious sorry i'm curious ken just would you want to mention what that one that you were thinking about doing was oh yeah 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 um uh, well no uh well okay <laughs> just, just dress, dress to kill dress to kill mm -hmm. Uh, and I think we mentioned before in another episode that uh, I would have rather have had them uh, do the the full photo session where they yep, you they did do that, that when thing you did. where they're changing from their regular yes. street clothes and and then they go into the they all go into the phone booth, a la Superman, um, and then come out in their you know yeah. full costume. So I would have rather had something like that go on. Because um, if you look at that one on the front cover, um, you're like, why are they dressed in suits? Do they play in suits on stage? I, I don't know. Yeah. I would have rather showed that, you know, no, they're really, they become this 
when they change and this is what they're like on stage. Um, even maybe they're in their suits and they're not they're like one guy's holding the paper or something, you know, reading the paper and our guy is smoking a cigarette or whatever. And then when they, those objects that they're holding in their hands become their instruments on the, and the, at the end, you know, Jeans has his guitar and they all have guitars and Peter has his, you know, drumstick. So, yeah, they could have done something like that. I think it would have been interesting. Most, I know it's sacrilege. I, I love that cover though. I mean, I, it's just it's just classic and iconic. Um, so but they really yeah, did it, did it? Because if yeah. you think about it, the backside is just like a a negative image, right? I mean, they could have done it on the back. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was the one. The other one, like uh, Julian was talking about, is, is the elder. I mean, to, to ha not have their image anywhere in the package just blew my mind when I when I bought that album. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, they could have done something, you know, the door and have a float in something where, okay, yeah, you open the door yourself. You have a cutout where you open the door, and they're all standing there in their new costumes around the elder table or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, something like that, at least, to show them. Yeah. yeah, going back to Dress to Kill, I have one problem with that. I think they really could have done a design that was symmetrical. I, that that misspelled the K, the missing K, the, the missing <laughs> S. S, the missing S, 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 yeah. S yeah. on the top right, you know, upper right hand corner. When you look at the top, the top, um, you know, line of Kiss, the two upside down and the one in white in the middle, you know, I should have just repeated that one around. I, I just don't. It, it bothers me now. And I didn't notice that until a few years ago when someone mentioned it on the on the message board. I'm, so it's not like something that's been bugging me ever since. But ever since I did find out about it, it bothers me. Yeah, it bothers me a yeah. lot. You know, it's not too late to fix it, Kiss. Come on. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> you, you spelt your name wrong on one of your albums. Still pronounced the same. Well, Kith, Kiss. Just get Mike Tyson to say it, Kith. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how I'm speaking today. I, I can't. I can't speak at all. <laughs> nice. Okay. Any any last albums? We've done our three picks. I'm I'm just scrolling through the FAQ here, looking at the covers, and well, there's, just, there's just so much amazing we, art. I've seen alternate Alive twos that people have come up with Alive twos that look better to me, more symmetrical, where the wording is more kept center, uh, and then the the photos on the outside kind of. Um, I've seen some designs that where people move that around. I said it, I thought it looked a little bit better, but you know it's another classic. Um, yeah, even for uh, what it is, and it's probably one of the least appealing ones from that era of the band. I mean, come on, big logo, four little pictures. You know, yeah, I've I've seen the one where they put two of the pictures on the side of the Roman numeral two, and right. because I'm just so used to seeing it, it bothers me. It just doesn't feel right. But yeah. you know. Again, it doesn't go anywhere near being as good as the original Alive cover. It's almost like while you open up the gatefold and you have that explosion, the just the incredible appearance of the stage, that the front cover should really have the band live on the you know Love Gun stage. Yeah, and they had some good photos of those, uh, photo sessions of those, where they put one of the photos on the trash can and they've uh, where they're on stage together on the Love Gun 
stage with mm-hmm. the stairs behind them, and that would have been a great cover. Yeah, and you know, there's a whole ton of really cool pictures from there on the Donruss training cards that you know a lot of oh, them. Yeah, 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 a lot of them would easily have worked well as the cover of Alive too. So I think I, I've just invalidated my own suggestion that no one in the right mind would touch any of the classic Kiss albums. We can, <laughs> you know, see 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 what happens when Kiss fans get together and talk. We, yeah. we change our minds in the middle of what we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, well, like I said, it, it sometimes sometimes people come up with these great ideas, and I think that might also be kind of the minor appeal of bootleg albums is that sometimes a person who makes these has a good idea, and people kind of connect to that idea and are drawn to that album because of it. You know? Yeah, and I keep hearing there's been some really good packaging on the on the bootleg albums, and you obviously oh, yeah. see them go to town. I mean, just think of you know, obviously it's a CD, but there, there was a box set that came out recently, a kiss, you know, ten CDs box yeah. booklet, you know, or, or some of the artwork that sometimes used, just incredible. Yeah. All right, so there we are. You know, we we've uh, gone on about our picks of uh, the three albums that we think could really have used alternative covers what are yours you know come over to the facebook page or over to the faq message board and when this topic's up you know chime in with what you think you know really should should have been changed or what could be changed you know obviously art's a very subjective thing so you know there's there's really no wrong answer except for doing brown wooden doors as covers and expecting (laughs) anyone to buy your record so We appreciate you listening to us today, and we hope we'll uh, have you again as our audience. So thank you all. Mark, Ken, thank you for your time today, and we will see you all on the board. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again. 